0: everyone, welcome back to the Not So Fair But Lovely podcast. Today we're going to be looking at meditation. So don't run away guys, we're not asking you guys to take a vow of silence. We're actually going to be looking at why meditation is important and relevant and what different types of meditation we can kind of bring into our daily lives. So to... Guide us on this journey. We have the lovely Artie in the studio.
1: Hi, Artie, welcome back. Hi, Ramona. Happy to be back. <laughs> you don't sound so happy. What?
0: <laughs> like, I know that uh, Mercury is um, playing with all of our energies, <laughs> um, but we've made it here. So, we have. I'm super happy to have you back in the studio.
1: No, I'm happy, definitely.
0: (laughs) Wonderful. So, you know, I personally know if someone says to me, you know, you need to meditate, it's uh, something that doesn't come naturally to me. Right. um, Because I feel that, you know, when we think about meditation, we think about, I guess, sitting still in a quiet space and just being in a state of zen and one with our thoughts. But I want to talk about how meditation can look for different people. For example, I myself am a very high-energy sort of a person. So getting me to sit still is like torture. So, Artie, tell us, why is meditation important? And how is it relevant to our lives?
1: Meditation, uh, to me, Ramona, is a tool that uh, actually helps you connect deeper to yourself Mm
0: -hmm. in
1: addition to, you know, coming into a space of peace. But it's, it's a tool to help us know our true nature better, which is supposed to be peace. Mm -hmm. so um, meditation you know we live in a very uh, noisy world and it's not just the chatter of our thoughts all the subconscious programming but also physically outside there's so much happening so much information being thrown our way and so often I think we're picking up the energies and thoughts of other people also Mm -hmm. you know what one could call the collective consciousness Mm -hmm. which is more whatever's more in um, more prominent whatever energy is more prominent Mm -hmm. and uh, so meditation allows us to move away from that and connect to our own inner landscape it helps us To quieten that landscape, Mm -hmm. you know, and really get to know ourselves and connect to our soul, you know, and then we can also, you know, live a more authentic life, I would say. Mm. So, there, there, it has a couple of purposes and uh, it's definitely necessary today because I see so much confusion, anxiety, and you know, noise around us. So meditation is one way, not the only way, but, you know, if we don't typecast it into a box, it's definitely a really good way to uh, achieve these things.
0: Yeah, I mean, look, I love the way you describe it as sort of that inner landscape and that sort of, I guess, that mindfulness uh, about us true selves. And I think there are different Meditation can take different types and different forms. And I think that's something that is really important um, that we explore today because, you know, meditation can look and be different for everyone. And I think we can talk a little bit more about what those practices can look like because it's different for everyone. And some people might respond or find it easier if they have some sort of a guided meditation. Or others might find it easier, like for me personally, and we've spoken about this before in an early episode, about swimming. Yes. And how swimming for me is a form of meditation. So I think, can you talk us through some of those different types of meditation,
1: Adi, and um, how how they can take different forms? Sure. So like you said, you know, for you, swimming has been very meditative. Personally, I've also been to a retreat where we did walking meditation, Mm -hmm. where we were mindful and mindful is such an important word. Thank you for, you know, sharing that. Mm. It's a way of achieving mindfulness, rather than just uh, blindly doing things, thinking things, feeling things, you know, blindly existing. So. We have uh, so many different forms of meditation. One of them is where Mm -hmm. somebody is guiding you through, you Mm -hmm. know, hearing their voice is very soothing. They're telling you how to direct your energy. And, uh, you know, that brings you to the present moment. Mm -hmm. It can help you visualize and activate, you know, your imagination. So guided meditation is one. Then there's chanting, uh, which... um, Mm -hmm uses the medium of sound Mm -hmm. to, again, help you focus on the now, the present. And all the mantras usually have a specific purpose behind them. Mm -hmm. So some people find that uh, very enjoyable. Mm -hmm. Then there's um, meditation where you just focus on your breath Mm -hmm. and, uh, again, brings you to the present You can meditate uh, by just sitting there watching your thoughts and being aware of what's going on in your mind and also realizing that this one is, I think, a little deeper because it helps you to separate yourself from the ego mind, Mm -hmm. as in you are not your thoughts. Like If you are watching your thoughts, who's watching the thoughts and who do the thoughts belong to? So that's a, a slightly deeper form of mm. meditation. And, of course, you know, somebody can draw, do a puzzle. There's different ways, and I think they're all different levels yeah. of meditation.
0: Yeah, but I think that's um, a very important point to make because I think often people get scared when you say you need to be meditating for uh, 10 minutes a day, and people sort of think, you know, how can I bring that into my life? Because, you know, often, like you said, our lives are very noisy um, and not just the outside world but our own thoughts. And many times it's hard to create that perfect space to sit down and to be in your own thoughts. But I think, like you said, it's very important that people understand that it can take many different forms and it may be that one day... You know, you go for a 10-minute walk and you just observe the environment around you and allow the thoughts to come in and out of your mind. It could be like a guided meditation. And and, and nowadays, in the world we live in, there are so many apps and there's access to, I guess, so many of these uh, different forms of meditation.
1: Yeah. Technology has made it very easy for us to uh, meditate without having to connect to a teacher or uh, a guru, you know, which Mm. is what they did in ancient times. And uh, it's helpful that if you have like good self-control and dedication, then you can definitely go far in your practice. And I think it depends what you're trying to achieve with your meditation. Like me myself, I had so much resistance to it. Mm. Uh, I was like, God, I couldn't find time for 10 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't make 10 minutes for connecting to myself deeper. Something would always come up. And lately, I've uh, started waking up at three. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, I just go back to sleep. And then I realized that, oh, the three o'clock is a very auspicious time. And that I should make the effort to just, you know, get out of the bed, sit uh-huh. in a different spot, and see what is coming to me. Why is my body or my intuition waking me up at that time Mm. and uh, it helps to uh, have a fixed time and a fixed place so that you know I feel it creates a environment beyond all the rituals of like light a candle and Mm. you know those are all those are still saddest I'm talking about like deeper meditation don't mean to scare anybody but it's for those who might be interested but ultimately those are all tools because i remember we uh, had gone you know i mentioned i went for a retreat yeah and uh, it was a buddhist retreat and it was uh, about meditation and we were sitting in in the room and we were trying to meditate and there was suddenly a lot of traffic noise outside mm-hmm. and all of us including the teacher was getting irritated yeah. and then like he realized like this totally defeats the purpose of what we are trying to achieve Mm. you know if we had truly like kind of reached that state of uh, zen Mm. then the traffic wouldn't bother us (laughs) yeah so you start to isn't that interesting realize where you are in your practice Mm -hmm. and ultimately if you can practice anywhere despite any condition then you've really you know reached something special but it helps to build up to that it helps to choose a particular a fixed time Mm -hmm. and uh, a fixed place because then the energies of that space and you they you know they build up to something higher
0: yeah look I think There's definitely a lot of merit in that and obviously something that we can all endeavour to incorporate into our lives. Someday. (laughs) Someday. But I feel it could be when you're on a train, on your way to work in the morning and you've got that 10 minutes to yourself. I think we have to find ways to build it in to our daily lives in, like you said, being, you know, the world we live in and the challenges that, uh, whether it's the noise or whether it's the, just the environment that's kind of, you know, throwing so many things at our senses. How can we just take that five or 10 minutes to be within our own thoughts? I think that is where the power lies because, you know, although I would love to go on a Buddhist retreat, I can't see that in the horizon for me.
1: No, you're absolutely right. That's what I was saying. Ultimately, it's not about the external. So if you can, you know, make that ten minutes your your cab ride, like your meditative, to tune into your meditative practice, then that's absolutely amazing. You can just pop in your headphones and put on whatever sounds or you know whatever, and just go into that zone. And yeah, so it doesn't have to be a particular Place, like a room. It can be anywhere. Thanks for bringing that up.
0: Yeah, no, I just, I mean, I'm relating to, I guess, what my daily life looks like. And sometimes I think trying to line up everything to have the perfect space, it just never happens.
1: No, it doesn't. I allow myself
0: to sometimes say, okay, you know, I'm sitting in the car and waiting for my daughter who's in a class. I'm going to take this ten minutes to listen to something, or maybe you know, go for that 10-minute walk around the neighbourhood and just take time to look at, you know, the beautiful autumn leaves or enjoy the, the sun setting and the way the sky is changing in front of us. I think they're the moments for me that I feel taken away from what may have happened in my day and just going into another space in my in my mind. So I think we need to just allow ourselves to look at meditation in
1: many different forms. 100%.
0: Yeah. I think that's where we can actually make it something that is accessible to all of us and achievable.
1: Yeah. Otherwise, it just feels like uh, the scary, it's like the M word. Yeah. (laughs) scary M word.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. I mean, like, for me, that, like, I would just avoid it because I'm like, I can never sit still and, um, you know, light some incense and just you know um, be in my thoughts but I think being conscious of it um, and realizing that it does have many different forms there's a lot of power in that
1: yeah so then we can actually redefine meditation sort of as a state you know Mm. we can say it's a process of coming into states of awareness or connectedness rather than saying oh meditation like you know Go sit in the corner, and now mm. you know don't move, yeah, and be a master,
0: <laughs> yeah, and I think it's it's about that being present, yeah, you know, and that that awareness in a day to day when we're rushing around um you know, going through our to do list, often we miss so much of that, and you know that sometimes what we need is just to have that uh awareness outside ourselves as well, you know, and I think. That's something that all of us can achieve.
1: Yeah, I um you know, I feel sometimes people have belief mm-hmm. that meditation or zen is something I can't achieve. I'm too flawed for that, or I'm not uh still enough, like yes. you said. But you know, you you acknowledge that I'm somebody who can't sit still, but you found your ways to meditate. So to, you know, and the same goes, you know, meditation can feel like, oh, some high, very high state of enlightenment. And you think of yogis and you're like, oh, Mm -hmm. how am I ever going to get there? I got kids and I got a family that's always, and that's, you know, the fact that we're trying to break down that uh, you've taken the initiative to break mm. down that stereotype is absolutely amazing. And uh, so let's keep talking, you know, about it. And uh, yeah, hopefully by it's... the end of the show, people will be like, I want to go meditate or, hey, I've already been meditating. <laughs> I didn't know it. Yeah.
0: I think we all do things that, you know, give us joy and allow us to escape from the day-to-day demands on our attention and our time, you know, like you said, it may be painting, it may be singing, it could be dancing, um, but it's just that the gaps, or the little spaces in between, when we don't have the thoughts that consume us, and we're just in the moment. And I think that's for me how I would sort of like to look at meditation, because I just feel that that way it opens up the practice to so many people. Who, like you said, are scared of the M word. Yeah. So, what we're going to do is, Arthi, I would love you to create a guided meditation for our audience and, you know, for people who would like to be led through this practice and be shown how to sort of, I guess, maybe relax our body and to achieve this state of sort of calmness. And Whether it be through focusing on your breath or a visualization exercise, Um, I would really love you to create something for our audience.
1: I'd be very honored to do that. Uh, I will um, work on it, record it, and uh, share it with you. Fantastic! And then you can share the link with uh, you know everyone.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think the way you express yourself and the way you share. Certain practices, it really makes it accessible and engaging. So I'm really excited about what you're going to put together for our audience, and I look forward to being able to share with all of them in the new future.
1: Great, I'm nervous but excited. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thanks so much, Rathi, for today.
1: You're most welcome, uh, Ramona. Thanks for choosing this. Uh, you know, beautiful scary but hopefully not so scary anymore topic definitely and uh more meditation power to everybody absolutely more zen to everyone thanks
0: everyone thanks for joining us today on the not so fair but lovely podcast and we look forward to speaking with you all again soon